Give me head, give me head, give me headlines, and give me head. That's right. The song is so fucking suggestive, but nobody's going to give you head. But we are going to give you headlines. I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Ralph Garman. And this is the top news in Hollywood where we both live. We came from the East Coast and then we worked real hard and climbed ladders. And now we live in Hollywood, the land of dreams. We can both see the Hollywood sign from wherever we drive in this town, even from right where we sit right now. Hello, Mrs. America. Welcome from Tinseltown. That's his his glam Hollywood. I worked the other side, the smutty side, like L.A. Confidential. <laughs> what was that? Was there was the magazine Confidential. called L.A. Confidential? It was called Confidential. That's where they got the title. Yeah. Um. It is. Uh. It's a seedy little burg, ladies and gentlemen. It's a not a busy little burg. It's quiet these it days. It is. Everyone's waiting to see, like everybody else. Uh. We don't get to babble much these days, except of course uh, when we do. Uh, we do caped commentaries, so mm-hmm. this gives us our chance to exercise that uh, that need to to bite the hand that feeds. Although, fuck, I used to think that our show bit the hand that feeds until I read the comments of Chris Nolan about HBO Max. He's taking Warner Brothers and fisting them. I mean, you know, not that they didn't help his career or any. <laughs> not. Oh, wait a minute. It's crazy, dude. Uh, for those who don't follow this sort of thing, of course, the big news last weekend or before the weekend broke or over the weekend was uh, uh, HBO, the hobo, the other HBO, <laughs> not right. the real HBO. We all know Hollywood Babylon is the OG only HBO. Hashtag HBO. You're talking to us, kids. But there's that secondary HBO the home box office and uh they got themselves a streaming network called hbo max and of course last week hbo max uh max announced that they're gonna drop every one of their 2021 titles day and date as they say so if you go see it in a theater you can also watch it on hbo max for a month it's an extraordinary deal that uh you know will help their streaming service their fledgling stream streaming service for 15 bucks a month yeah that's the best deal in Hollywood right now. It's pretty impressive. And uh, there, of course, there were a lot of armchair warriors who were like, this is fucking suicidal. Like, you, you're going to leave billions on the table. But when the story broke, most of us assume, like, they must know what they're doing. You know, you look at it from the outside, and it's this simple. You've got a slate of something like, I don't know, 15, 17 fucking movies, almost 20 movies that they want to release next year. And they can't because a little thing called fucking COVID. Right. That even if you get yourself a vaccine, ain't nobody coming back to the movie theaters in those droves that used to drive the old box office. So HBO, HBO, well, Warner Brothers, which owns HBO Max, Warner Brothers going like, you know, we're between a rock and a hard place. And guess what? We tried. We put Tenet out. And yes. Boy, did we get fucked for it. Right. So at the end of the day, we're going to weigh a certainty against a doubt. And certainty, the doubt is, I doubt we're all going back to normal mid-year next year, at least at the box office. The certainty is that everyone's <clears throat> home streaming shit. People and, like to watch movies at home. We know that. We know that. And we also know we got a fucking app that we're trying to compete with Netflix. We're trying to build ourselves up. And we're way behind them. So, like, we need a thing. Netflix took the fuck off when Netflix was like, you know what you get here? Orange is the new black. You can't get that nowhere else. You know what you get here? When they started doing exclusives, mm-hmm. that's when they had a profile. When they just started, used to have a bunch of shit on the channel, 
Everyone's like, well, you know, take it or leave it. It was blockbuster of streaming. You could just go see movies. And you can get a lot of the same shit there if you had a star streaming app or whatever. But mm-hmm. now they got shit you can't get anyplace else, and it made them invaluable. Now everybody's got Netflix like everybody had a TV at one point. It's a straight-up network. So you, what you need to do to compete is to give people something they can't get anyplace else. And arguably, I would say, HBO Max, as somebody who spends a lot of time on the service, is a, a deep well. Like I think it's a, a really great product. Like I think it has more well-known shit than Netflix. Netflix creates most of its content now across yeah. the globe and stuff. But if you're looking for like old TV shows or a volume of movies, the library of movies that you know and shit like that, that you they can't be beat. Netflix may be just right above them and shit, but like it's deep. In library. terms of catalog, yeah. Catalog's yeah. fucking huge. And since they started the thing, Raised by Wolves, uh, fucking Watchmen, fucking, well, that was also on HBO. Um, a bunch of shit that they've been putting on the channel. They're spending like crazy on the announcements and making the shows that are coming. They're doing Green Lantern fucking core show soon and shit yeah. like that. So these cats have their eye on the prize in the future. And they're like, right now, we can let a bunch of movies sit on the shelf. that Making we made, no money. Making no money. We made two years ago. Or we could fucking start feeding them into HBO Max, and that's a profit driver because people are like, fuck, I'll watch Wonder Woman on Christmas Day. How much? 15 bucks? I get everything else? Fuck, why not? And then they hope you stick around and shit. And that's how they build their their numbers. So they announced that. Most of the, you know, the world from the outside, I guess, were like, well, there you go. I guess it makes sense and shit. They must have gotten everyone to sign off. <laughs> of course, they, they must have gotten everyone's agreement. And then there was an article that dropped, I guess, in The Hollywood Reporter where Christopher Nolan was quoted as, like, his quote, and this is paraphrasing it, was um, a lot of filmmakers went to bed last night working for the greatest movie studio in the world and woke up this morning working for the worst streamer Yeah, um, in, in the business. I mean, that's like, if I said that, you know, people are like, well, he made cop out there, but fuck him. What does he know about <laughs> Warner Brothers? That's, that's like, that would be like, this is like Jack Warner himself saying it. <laughs> you know, Chris Nolan. Fuck my brothers and fuck me. Yeah. Fucking Chris Nolan. Like they, he, he made them billions of dollars. Yes. <clears throat> now they also helped make him conversely they gave him billions of dollars to make movies and so. and helped build him into the legend he is he made two movies without warner brothers i'm pretty sure the rest of them were the warner brothers yeah so i would just assume that you know he's he's there and he's square and he's not towing the company line not at all man that that fucking shocked me yeah that screamed to me like i guess chris nolan's going to netflix soon you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. cause who else can afford him? Who wouldn't snap him up? Um, cause he's, you know, but his heart on still seems to be big, big screen. <laughs> he was, he, he seems really bent on still showing his Preserving films. The experience. Yes. That's exhibiting why, his films on a large screen at a theater. I just thought, I was like, did this, I'm sure he did, but it's like, what are they supposed to do, dude? Just sit on them for a year. And it's also like, even if they do, it's not going to look like it did. You know what? Here, it's never going to look like it did before COVID at the box office 
probably for five years. Yes. Until the rest of the world feels absolutely fucking positive. That this is all over. That this is gone for good. That there's no nothing slipping is, through the this cracks. This is now polio. And you know who's going to fucking fuel that? Not only like smart people, but people who have lost people to this disease and people who have seen people die yeah. of COVID. They'll be like, it ain't worth it. There's not a fucking movie on the planet I won't eventually get in my home six months or less after release. So I'm not going to go out there and fucking chance it and shit. I was supposed to be heading east tonight for my mother's 75th birthday. I remember you talking about it, yeah. Um, and then after that, up to Minneapolis for the opening of Mopies. I can't. Like, it's unconscionable at this point. Yes. So I've had to cancel, like, my trips. That's six airports and you know while we're up to 2000 cases 3000 cases a day something like that the numbers are absolute worst so that's that's the world we live in like i read his comments as a dude who's like i, I guess you don't go i don't maybe you don't turn on the news but like yeah he seemed out of touch with the just a little bit like that theatrical the real experience situation going to be back for a minimum 5 years right. minimum like maybe 10 and P.S. Maybe never now that the cat's out of the bag. Maybe it'll be like fucking Spielberg and Lucas predicted long ago where they're like, one day it's just going to be like going to the theater. You know, they're only going to put big budget movies out and it's only they're going to cost like 50 bucks and stuff like that. I mean, maybe that's indeed where it's headed and yeah. stuff. But like, you know, you can't you can't wait. Like they, they got all this product to sit on. Now that's one perspective. You know, like when I saw his comments, I was like, whoa, man, look at my man swinging. Um, then, you know, taking into consideration why Warner Brothers is doing this is because they tried to release Tenet mm -hmm. and got completely bath. fucked. Yeah. So they're like, Ugh. and that was, you know, fucking a, supposed to be a sure bet. And, you know, there was an article that said that he felt this, he wanted to be the movie that brought everyone back to movie theaters and stuff like that. And, you know, imagine as he saw, like, well, that's not possible. Even if you got something as cool looking as Tenant, guess what? Like, people are just scared of this virus and stuff. You would imagine he'd be a bit more amenable to HBO Max or to Warner Brothers going like, you know what? Let's funnel this through HBO Max. And yeah. Stuff. But not at all. So that's one thing. Then the other thing is, the stories that have been breaking in the wake of that, like stories about um, legendary pictures, which funded Dune yeah. to the tune of 85% of their budget and funded uh, Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla yes. Kong. Same thing, like the lion's share of the budget were apparently not talked to before this announcement was no, made. This was a surprise to them. They said on social media with the rest of us. And, and, you know, if anyone's like, well, why does that matter? It's like, if you pay for 85% of something, somebody else pays for 15, the last 15 of it. And that's that guy's job to sell that thing that you both went in on. And instead, and he's selling like, it at a discount. Yes. <laughs> that's, I mean, they got a case. They got, yeah, they, they got grounds to be like, we're mad. Um, then there's also, like I saw James Gunn. An article about James Gunn where he's like, you know, I don't know what he said, but apparently not pleased that Suicide Squad is going to debut on HBO Max. So I, you know, as much as it's like, hey, man, what's HBO Max supposed to do? At the same time, it's like, I can't believe they didn't talk to these cats in advance. Like, 
this would have that would have you know tamped down on all this kind of would it have though because the people who didn't want to do it and didn't think it was a good idea we're going to think that whether warners came to them first or whether they just ripped the band-aid off true i think it's warner's position they're within their rights to be able to distribute that film the way they see fit and if people were chap-assed about the idea they were going to be chap-assed whether they had the heads up coming in or whether they learned they learned it late in the game i just didn't think it was going to make all that much of a difference maybe it would have reduce the severity of the comments because they're like, yeah, I know I heard about it three weeks ago, but I think overall there's two camps. There's Warner's who's trying to pivot in a way that an industry hasn't had to do since maybe the record industry when MP3s were introduced in terms of like, how do we fucking reinvent ourselves midstream this is and like, a, like while we're still in the game kind post of thing. napster music where everyone was like what do we do and what happened at there? least they even got a chance to phase it you know you could still go into a record store and buy a cd if you wanted to true that's not even an option here so warners and the rest of the studios are up against it i can't imagine like any other profession has been in the history of entertainment where they're just like well just like with the music business we're like where's the money going to come from now exactly yeah like I guess Warner's is like, all right, well, where's the money going to come from now exactly? And they're reinventing on the fly, yeah. which is not a which ideal yeah, situation. it's not like they were like, this is our five year plan. They're right. like, we didn't plan for this fucking once in a lifetime cataclysm, you know, health cataclysm and shit. Um, I don't know, like when they made that announcement about putting all their 2021 movies out. I did not flinch other than get erect at the notion of like, I'm going to watch this shit at my house. No, it's great for the consumer, obviously. And I am a consumer, but even I mean. as a filmmaker, I wasn't like, outrage. Well, you've never been that precious about how people view I your watch, stuff. I watch shit on a phone. Like, yeah. I just want to consume it. It don't have to be big and shit. But, but even your said, stuff that you create, you've never been precious about how people see it. You've just mm-hmm. been happy that people's eyes get to it that's what i feel like like i read some of chris nolan's comments because i'm like how come i don't feel like him i guess i'm not a real filmmaker because i don't feel like this <laughs> but he said something that i was like oh he said something about like you know these people don't understand like what the release of a movie like it starts months in advance as you build hype and you know i'm like oh you forgot what it was like to make a real like indie flick or a flick without Warner Brothers. Right. Like you're just without the machine behind you're you describing jerking a, you off as you move forward. And and a very singular process that like, you know, is a slim hallway that only a seldom few travel. Yeah. Like and his rarefied experience He's used inf- to being fluffed. Informing this idea of like no like you you like all i hear in his response is no in order to re- to release a movie in a theater you spend money marketing it and you get people ready for that movie and they get excited and i'm like yeah but we don't all make batman movies bro right so like that's not the process for everybody sometimes you make the movie first and then you got to find somebody who's even interested in maybe getting it into movie theaters welcome to my world <laughs> there's and no he, hand job the funny thing is he came from that world he, his first film following is like low budget indie his second film was you know what was the backwards movie memento, memento yeah. indie and stuff then he you know gets into warner brothers that's where he makes uh the 
the the remake. What was it? The one with Al Pacino and Robin Williams. Oh, uh, fuck yeah! The um, I want to say Awake, but that ain't it. No, Insomnia. Insomnia, yeah. Insomnia leads to Batman Begins. Right. Okay. Batman Begins leads to Dark Knight. Did he do anything between that? Did, did he do the Magician movie? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Fucking well remembered. I always forget that movie. Yeah. Prestige. Prestige. Then Dark Knight. Then, like, right on top of Dark Knight is the Leo spinning top movie, Inception. Right. right. Then after Inception is fucking, uh, uh, you know, Dark Knight Rises. Right. What do you do after Dark Knight Rises? Um, um, One was a Dunkirk. war movie. Dunkirk, right. And then there was something else. Yeah. And then, more recently, Tenet. Right. So there was something in between. But, like, every one of those movies got a like 100 well not everyone i can't say what insomnia got but batman begins forward those are all 100 million dollar releases right not 100 million dollar budgeted movies no. they're spending 100 million dollars to sell that movie around the world so like they built him into a brand and i'm not saying like he did nothing He's a very talented filmmaker Obviously. insanely talented filmmaker but he's a blessed filmmaker with that talent has also gone resources of a studio that's like, uh, well, this is traditionally how movies have been released. Right. But that is not the absolute standard. That's his experience. Like, right. There are those of us who are like, well, I mean, I mean, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> My movies, they haven't spent a hundred million dollars in total on, like, yeah. nor have they made a hundred million dollars. No I one's mean, flying you to a Paris junket. To sit in a five-star hotel room and talk to journalists three months in advance. Look, not for nothing, the last movie I made, we had a like an insert shot of an airplane. <laughs> you you drove an airplane into a hangar. <laughs> I mean, you are dealing a, a level of unreality that I'm just nowhere near. So yeah, he's in a completely different space, man. Like yeah. he speaks to the directorial experience of very rarefied true and that's not like you know that is definitely true of movies we get excited when we see trailers and of course we like building up to them and stuff like that but that's and that's not going to go away by the way yeah they'll just trailers are going to be online and you get you and most people still see them online and they get excited and i'm as excited for wonder woman 84 having seen trailers online than i would have been if i had seen it before whatever film i was watching I tell you, man, there's there's a real opportunity here to lower your marketing costs, right? Because you're bypassing, like this is a, this is a chance. Like it's it's all tragic. I understand. Everyone wants everything to be the way it was, and of course, I do too. Sure, but you know, in a world where it's not, there's a real opportunity for all of these studios to rebuild the model of releasing a movie. And now, under these circumstances, come up with multiple models. This is theatrical ex exhibition, standard distribution. Mm -hmm. This is us streaming on whatever app we own or we sell to or something like that. Modular plans that they could go with because now you don't have to spend that much money to, to release a movie. You know how much money Netflix, I don't know the number, so I'm like not going to rock your world with it, but Netflix doesn't spend a lot of money marketing. They no. got billboards every once in a while and shit like that, but they don't even start putting trailers for their shit up, which they generally put up where? On Netflix and on their YouTube channel. And everyone distributes the fuck out of it. Right. They don't start that for three weeks out from programming. So 
like that Charlize movie that like fucking took over and became the highest. That movie, nobody knew it existed. No, they dropped Three it weeks like, a, out. like a bomb. And suddenly it happens. So that. And so much of their stuff is spread by word of mouth too, because they're not in a hurry. They don't need you to find it on opening day. They need your friend to watch and to go, have you seen Queen's Gambit? You're an idiot if you're not watching that. And then everyone rushes over and gets it. It's got legs. And, you know, that's really what they want. They just want people to buy the service. It's yeah. a different kind of urgency that they have. It's not about that opening day explosion where you make all your money in the first two weekends. It's, it's unnecessary now. There's, there's a real opportunity for every studio to just be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release a movie like Netflix now. Like, even if we go theatrical, I'm bringing costs way down. Like, mm -hmm. fuck this. Like, we just can't. And, and you know what? They're not going to be able to afford to do it the old way. No. It's cost prohibitive. What's going to come in based on what they're going to spend? If they try to release, look, they know for a fact they just did it with Tenet. They tried to theatrically release a film in the like old Like, everything, everything was normal. And they got killed. Right. So, you know, it's what they're doing is... I'm into it, man. I mean, as a consumer, I'm into it. And as a filmmaker, I'm like, good on you. Like, and the people are complaining about it. It just smacks of this endless parade of examples of particularly American, but I guess it's just human entitlement and seeming concern about all the wrong fucking things. Like we get to see new movies great yeah but we're not getting to see him in a theater man yeah. there's a deadly virus that's killing people and putting people on ventilators so maybe how we consume our movies isn't the biggest priority now that we need to be losing our minds over and let's be honest it's like it's not like you go to every single movie that comes out and that's what the movie business really needs you to do if you want to see theatrical distribution <laughs> survive true. you literally got to see everything that comes out you got to make sure people come with you and stuff like that so let's you know let, let's let studios do what they're going to do how many you think will follow and how soon all quickly oh my god look at your poet you should write for variety i just i I can't see any other way of making money right now. This has also been coming forever. Yeah. Um, but who, not who at go, this pace. I mean, no. this is the accelerated version of that transition. Who, uh, who, who goes next? Which one? Who can? All right, let's look at it this way. Who can? Uh, Warner Brothers has an HBO Max to right. funnel things through. Right. Universal. Disney's already got theirs in place. And they kind of went and they've first got Fox with Mulan, too. but they, you know, yeah. they were like Mulan plus thirty bucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which didn't, and I understand why a lot of people got chapped assed at that because now you're asking me to pay for something twice when I've already signed up for your thing, and, and it wasn't even like you're paying for fucking Frozen, bitch. It's like right. you're making me pay for live action Mulan, <laughs> not even classic cartoon Mulan. All right. So I don't think that's why HBO Max was like Wonder Woman. No there, there. extra Suicide cost. Squad. No everything. June. We're bringing sand to your house. You can watch it like you're on a sand planet. Bringing sand to your house. Yeah, it's more freebies now than ever. It's uh, Paramount's putting theirs in place. Yeah, but theirs isn't like steady or ready enough. To, no, like, make this no, not they're not a player yet. But I'm saying, I think all the studios are already have those. Fox in motion. By Disney. So Disney yeah. already has. So Disney. So Universal. Disney is kind of first yes hbo max warner brothers is like going like and know. it makes sense disney and warner brothers are the two deepest catalogs probably when you think about it in terms of stuff that's good to go ready like 
turnkey day we open we've already got tons of shit that people already want to see so that's good incentive to get them to sign up disney plus is like we're gonna put out mulan charge people 30 bucks and hbo backs like hold my beer (laughs) (laughs) universal doesn't have a channel though not yet but they're talking about it what would it be i mean oh they could go like it's it's peacock because they own that right but don't look like it's likely. No, that's NBC. Although they would specifically make it fucking more valuable. If they're like, well, guess where fucking every Universal 21 release is yeah, going. Yeah, for sure. Peacock, bitch. People be like, I'll pay for it even. Um, yeah, man, it's crazy. But don't worry. Studios aren't giving up theatrical. Because no, of course not. There's, it's such a filthy, juicy piece of the pie. That's where you make a lot of money. And they ain't going to get back to where they were right before the quarantine, not for a long time. Maybe not in our lifetime. But, you know, I think this is the model. I think this is the model that people will follow. They're going to open it in theaters and for limited time on their streaming service so that they can double dip. If you want to stay at home, watch it. Great. If you feel ballsy enough to go into a theater, even better. We'll take your money there too. And so they're just going to try to open up as many cash streams as possible revenue streams to fill their coffers while they can for that first month and it just makes good business sense i can't blame them at all and it's it really works for them it's not like when soderbergh was like i'm releasing a movie theatrically and on home video at the same time or streaming and theatrically at the same time because that's you know that's basically a video on demand release vod right. release this only works if you have your own app because then it's like you spend the money in the theater or you spend the money on the app. Either way, I'm getting your money. Yes. So that's Disney's plan, which seems to be working very well. Yes. And that seems to be the plan that HBO Max is implementing. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. We are watching fucking history happen. Universal's like, what do we do? Scoob. Zoinks. <laughs> How are they cut you? <laughs> Jurassic. It's it's so nuts that they don't have a streaming. Well, they've been talking about it for a while. They don't have anything? Not the best of my knowledge. Are there any studios left beyond those? That's it. Right? That's it, yeah. Wow. It seemed like there were many more when we were kids. Oh, there were. What's missing? Um, does MGM even release films anymore? I mean, other than the Bond franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Sony. We, didn't, we forgot about Sony. Yeah, there you go. Now, do they have an app? Not that I know of. What did the Sony product go through? Yeah, we forgot about them. Yeah. We're doing the show. Meanwhile, fucking Sony execs are like, what about us? Spider-Man! What about us? Yeah, oh, my God. That's right. You can't count those fuckers out. Alfred Molina! Speaking of which, yeah. did you see what Spider-Man 3 is becoming? Uh, the verse, like, daddy How many minutes will Tom Holland have in the movie? Because you got so many people in that cast. However, yeah. here's my question. What's confirmed has been confirmed. What's been alluded to has been alluded to. The rest is just pure conjecture. So we may see Tom Holland having to fight villains from all different kinds of universes. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to watch Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield fight villains from all different universes. I would be honest with you. Um, I'm more interested in the villains coming most people into are. the present than the actual but it's, it's going to be great there's gonna be like 14 spider-man just like in the animated one it's gonna be it's like i Look, don't necessarily you, think that's the case here you want to throw in a shot like you know if you know my you cw it or my my let's say the plan is like 
maybe everyone's got a grander vision for it than what they're actually going to do. Maybe like, you know, as each villain is fucking pulled into whatever multiverse thing brings them to Tom Holland or Or vice versa, or Tom Holland visits all the different universes with Dr. Strange at his side. Oh, is that see? God, you're you're way, and I'm the filmmaker. You're way more creative. I was in my head. I was so linear. I was like, well, portals will open, and then uh, Doctor Octopus will jump out. Yes, and and you'll start with a scene where Octopus is fighting Tobey Maguire, and there's fucking you know Mary Jane, and then he gets sucked out, and that's it. That's your Tobey Maguire cameo. (laughs) It's not like you bring them together. Maybe at the end of the movie portal was open and then andrew mcguire and fucking you know they'd be stupid if they had andrew mcguire and had told me andrew garfield andrew, whatever if that andrew mcguire and toby there's McGarfield. no andrew mcguire <laughs> tony garfield one of my favorite actors <laughs> andrew mcguire could totally pull this off if they had those two like pop in in the third act to help fucking tom holland beat all the sinister six or whatever to fuck, right that's fine but i don't want a whole movie with fucking Toby fucking, <laughs> you know, with Toby McClure <laughs> with uh, Toby, Roger McGuinn from Toby, the birds, Toby Garfield, my favorite British actor from fucking the sixties <laughs> and, uh, and Andrew McGarfield. No, Andrew, what's his name? Garfield uh, and, and Toby McGuire. Andrew McGuire. <laughs> the McGuire sisters. Um, I, I'm not, I don't really, I got a spider man. I'm good. Yeah. Well, that's why I thought. Doctor Strange and our Spidey would be traveling from universe to universe through some series of permutations, and then he would encounter these different villains in those different universes and have to stand up to them. And where is this movie happening? So what happens first is... Well, we know Doctor Strange is in. Oh, where is it in the the bigger picture? WandaVision happens in January. Right. Then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness happens. yes. Then Spider-Man 3 happens. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, doesn't it feel like we're like at least two years away from Spider-Man 3? Oh, yeah. Especially like, at least. with everything that's going on and shit. Yeah. Man, like what a fucking dick tease that is to like Alfred Molina and Jamie Foxx. Well, that's the, that's the downside fucking, of it, but still. I mean, still. what? Believe me, they ain't giving you the one that we saw. I sure hope not. No. He's gonna, he, they better put him in the outfit. Yes. With a big fucking zap big on his face. Fucking lightning bolts coming out of his face. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Is, I mean, with whatever they're paying him, he better dress like Electro. <laughs> I want green and yellow. This is your way to correct the past. Like, go read anybody's take on that movie. They'd be like, Electro? Question mark? Ew. Like, put them in the outfit. So if they do that in this new version, they win the internet. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and how do you not How do you not do it? You're in the multiverse. You're already in one of the goofiest fucking concepts. Put them in the star outfit. Do whatever you want. Um, that's going to be my hashtag. Like, this release the Snyder Cut. Hashtag <laughs> put them in the star thing. And people are like, Make what? Make star face. It's not a star. It's a fucking lightning bolt. It's, I'm it's like, a it's series not a lightning of bolt. lightning bolts. It's energy or some such shit. What is it? Like, regardless, stop calling him Starface. I'm like, I don't call him Starface. Fucking you call him. I said, hashtag put the guy with this, put the star on his face, I said. They're like, you're a real pedantic son of a bitch. You know that? I was like, look, I just believe that comic book villains should look like their comic book counterparts. <laughs> really irritated me that Baron Zemo ain't going to wear the mask until Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because right. Baron Zemo 
ain't nothing but a mask. He is. He's a hood. He's a fucking hood. He's a ski mask. Yes. He's like the luckiest, <laughs> luckiest ski bum who ever took on the Avengers. <laughs> and I want Craven in fur too. I want Craven draped with fur around his neck and shoulders. And now we're. Ne- I mean, a co-signed <laughs> and i'll kill whoever we have to to get to it but b we are starting to sound like old man craven you he used to have a lion's mane he better have one but come on man i know marvel does like their variations and shit but like i just jamie fox in a variation of the comic book thing yes it can be dark green and muted yellow okay oh, oh. as if it's as if that outfit is any goofier than, say, fucking Spider-Man's outfit. No, they're all goofy because they're from comic books. Yeah. Let me see it. Yeah, show me. Oh, my God. That's what we ought to call these. The show me universe. Show me. I'll give you money if you show me it. Please show me it. Please just show me it. <laughs> show it to me. Show me. Just Please show me. It. Oh I don't need God. to touch it or anything. I just want to see it. I'll do anything. Just show me it. I'll pay you anything. I'll give you money. Please show me it. <laughs> <laughs> and then kevin fogg is like all right but you gotta wait two years i'm like oh my god oh, oh my god and that's when you cross the street and you're like fucking batman show me show me, <laughs> show, me show me um there's the news the only news is important unless you know anything anybody no. die um let me think ralph's looking at his enemies list <laughs> nope didn't no, kill anybody didn't this week to him yet no 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 <laughs> No, I think that's it. That's the big stuff. Mm. Mm. There it is, kids. Uh, when you're done listening to this, don't forget, go join the Ralph Report over at, what's the address? Patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. And then don't forget to go listen to uh, the latest. Uh, 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 oh, my God. You all right? Yeah. I fucking really stumbled on that one. The latest rendition episode. Fuck. Whatever. Go listen to the new Hollywood Babylon. It's got Cape commentaries on it. Yeah, the final two episodes this of season number one. We're ending season one, motherfuckers, yeah. right before the holiday. And shit. We're not even done with that yet. And people are saying, are you going to do the feature film? Because the feature film came out in between the first season and the second season. Are you going to do answer? that? I think we kind of have to. We should do it probably in chronological order. We, right? So we start the new year with the feature. And That's then what I'm thinking. To season two. Yeah. Uh, do they reference the adventure in season two at all? Um unbelievable how completely unsatisfying for a comic book fan well the movie was standalone it was meant to sell the series overseas more than anything else tidbits like that ladies and gentlemen or why you listen to me and ralph do cape commentaries over at hollywood babylon go listen to that today and then and then you're done then don't listen to anything else (laughs) what about wake and bake and uh plus one and all the other make your watch Plus uh-huh. one, you gotta make you gotta make Schwabach earn it. That's something I've learned in over twenty years of marriage. <laughs> ain't easy. Yeah, fuck. You gotta, you know, she's she, she just haven't earned it yet, baby. She ain't Garmin. <laughs> she ain't got no Garmy. There's no Jarmy. There's a Jarmy of one, and I'm in it, and I'm forced to march around the fucking square and salute a goddamn flag. <laughs> <laughs> the world's smallest army. Garmy. <laughs> Sometimes I say, like, can there be a Carmi? And she's like, no. <laughs> Fucking you're in the Jarmy, you jerk. I was like, when do I when do I get out of the Jarmy? She's like, you're in it forever. 
when the war is over. Yeah, I was like, when's that? What war? Never. You're in it now, soldier. <laughs> what? A, when do you get out of the army? Like, is there a certain amount of years when they're like, you're done? Uh, usually, you're, uh, four years is uh, the usual uh, And then you term. re-up if you want You can to. re-up if you want, yeah. Some guys make it a career. They, they're yeah. lifers. Fucking A, man. Just like guys who become police, like uh, Jen's stepdad, Byron. Yeah. Byron, who, you know, who, Byron, our Byron. But the police, he, he, he went in. Police agreement 19. doesn't have an expo, doesn't have a uh, expiration. It's like a job. You get, you take the job and you can quit or you can stay in that job for as long as you like. So wait, when you go into the service at the end of the four you're years, you're signing up like, for, you get the hell out of here. No, you got to make a decision. Are you going to stay in and re-up or are you going to kick rocks? And there's a finite number of days that you are conscripted into that service. Do you get paid when you're in the army? You do, yeah. Like, uh, is it good? It's not great, but there's a ton of benefits, obviously, that come with it. And Like what? Oh, health and yeah, education. You get, uh, you know, you get great, also fucking great vet vet benefits. Guns? <laughs> Do you have guns? Give you guns. Give you a helmet. They give you, give you all the outfit. clothes that you wear. They feed you. They let you have a grenade or two. Sure. Yeah. Fucking let you work a mortar. Yeah, I've seen those in movies. They teach you a skill. Um, probably dismantle a fucking rifle as fast as Batman. That's right. <laughs> There's a lot of upside to this army. I feel like I missed out now that we're having this discussion. <laughs> this is becoming a remake of Stripes. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> You're somehow going to talk me into signing up to the army <laughs> at our advanced ages, and we're going to end up in basic training in Germany. And then you're going to be fucking choking me in the dark. Where's the women? Where's the Winnebago's, John? <laughs> <laughs> there it is, folks. Uh, for. Um, I never remember what the name of the show is. Give me headlines. It would have been so much easier to show Miss Pete, you little bitch. For give me headlines. <laughs> I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Ralph Garman. Uh, go out and give us headlines. See, we have no fucking sign off. <laughs> well, come up with one. Jesus, you're a writer. Well, what do we say on Hollywood Babylon? Babylon, the fuck off. Good night, Hollywood. All right, we can't say that because we still say that on the show. So what do we say? You just this? got headlines. Oh, all right. I, that's good all, all right. right let's try here we go we're you want to workshop that or you're yeah, gonna yeah, go with it pretty cool. I, it's a good first draft i might <laughs> need a note or two i might, might finesse it if you don't mind um all right here we go for uh forgive me headlines i'm kevin smith i'm ralph garman we hope you came because we just gave you head lines. no it doesn't quite work <laughs> you got head lines yeah it's no and that's what do we say after? Do we close? We know. We just hit the jingle and we get the hell out and go to the next segment. Give me a bunch. Give me a. Maybe that's how we go out. Maybe that's the fucking point. For uh, for uh, forgive me headlines. I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Ralph Garman. And don't forget to give him the headlines. (laughs) Who are they giving the headlines to? (laughs) It's not their job to give anybody headlines. Why you want to involve them? Want to be a part of our adventure? He'll want to be listening from the sidelines and part of our show. All right, hold on. For Hollywood Babylon. No, fuck. (laughs) For Give Me Headlines, I'm Kevin Smith. I'm still Ralph Garman. Um, You know, there's always a little truth in the headlines. No, there's no, you don't want to bury the lead in the head. Do we have to say headlines in the sign-off? You don't have to do anything. And then. You say, till next time. Come back for more head. Until the, till you come back for more head. 
but there's but it's not headlines. Yeah, unfortunately, they got to drop lines after. I'll drop the lines. You can just and your thing with head, and then I'll say lines. All right, let me try. Okay. <laughs> for, <laughs> for give me headlines. Uh, hold on, gotta do it serious. Hold on, line face. Yeah, ah, gotta do it serious. Line face. Ah, right, sense of memory. No, fuck. I'm already fucked up. God damn it. For Give Me Headlines, I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Ralph Garman. And we just gave you a head. Lines. Not bad. All right. Let me juice it up. That's not as bad on my fault. I didn't commit to the bit, but now that I know what you're going for, I like this. All right. Um, for Give Me Headlines, I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Ralph Garman. And we hope you we're, we hope you're glad you came because we just gave you a head. Lines. There you go. There you go. Give me head, give me head, give me headlines, and give me head. This podcast has been produced exclusively for members of that Kevin Smith Club.com.